Welcome back to another episode of Down to the Bumps. It's Jordan. And Lisa McGarity. And we've got a special guest today. This is our first interview that we're going to do. Today's topic is reincarnation. And our guest is Christina Levy. Say hello. Hello. So happy to have a reincarnation person. That's so fantastic. great to be here. Yeah, here up in the top of the store. That's right. Yeah. So... You know, our show's always been about the bones, the structures of things. Everyone talks about reincarnation, but I think we want to hit it from a different angle. Because at this point, if you don't know what reincarnation is, well, you should Google it. You're a past life regressionist. Yes. How long have you been doing that? At least seven, eight years now. Okay. That's a while. How did you get into it? Well, I started with the whole Reiki practice, getting into that. And then from there, one of my friends had me go to a place that was in, I think it was in Hapag, that she was interested in doing past lives. So she goes, do you want to do it with me? So I was like, okay. So we actually learned and got certified in doing past lives. And it was extremely interesting on how, when they were putting us through the past life, what you actually saw, how you felt and how it actually helped, personally, it helped some things for me. So you had your own experience with it, and that's really what got you started. Mm -hmm. One of the things on our show is also we've covered a lot of episodes, and we're going to continue covering in episodes. People have been called to, say, the weirder side of life, spiritual callings, occultism, et cetera, and what that looks like. So it's interesting that you were like, you know, there's obviously a missing piece here. Uh, You didn't get into Reiki, and then you were like, yeah, I'm going to go and get certified in past life regression, because I imagine it's not a weekend course. No, it's a couple weekends. <laughs> it's a couple weekends, <laughs> right? Weekends. It's not like you showed up for a day, <laughs> right. and you got your little certificate, and now you're good to go. You had to put in some work, obviously. Yes. So what's that missing story? Like, how did you know this is kind of like what you wanted to do? Did you get regression prior? No. No, so it was just no. like a whim. It was definitely a whim of my friend pushing me to do it. And I guess because I was on my own healing journey mm-hmm. to do things and try to figure out right. why I was attracted to things, why things kept happening to me, why life was the way it was. And it was just one of the things that we kind of jumped into to see if it was something that would help. Mm-hmm. And I, like I said, I personally feel that it helped me. And then, do you have a story you can share? Like, is there anything you could tell us that is not too personal about how your past life is impacting your current life? So I was attracting very bad relationships. And then when I went through the past life, it actually showed me why mm-hmm. I was attracting it. And then I actually healed it through the past life. And it was almost a domino effect because it allowed me to heal I don't want to say it had me heal my past because you can't really heal anymore your past, but it brought light to me now and then which was able to heal me going forward. And then I was able to then attract better relationships with never mind a significant other, but with friends and So it affected all of your relationships. That's an awesome segue because that's, that's the type of stuff we want to look at is, you know, Anyone can go and explore their past lives. You know, you can, I think you can go on YouTube and there's meditations. The validity of them, I'm not sure. I haven't tried them, so I don't know. Probably. I think Might it be could great. work. Who right? knows? Right. Yeah, it could work. Right. But, you know, what's the takeaway? Just because you, you go back and, you know, I, I'm clearly, you know, Mark Anthony, right, from Rome. And 
what's that mean to me now? Nothing. Or, or does it mean something to it me? It could. Right? Mm-hmm. But you were able to see certain things and then take away from that something that was valuable and make changes in your current life? Yes. Is that? So is that what you find most people who go to you are doing or are most people just kind of curious about their past lives? It's just like, hey, I just want to know who I was. So there's two people that usually come to me. One is the ones that are curious. Where was I? What was I doing? And then others, they are looking for some sort of healing of what's going on in their life today. Mm -hmm. And with the intent that I asked them to put in while we're going under the, the meditation in the past life, their intent usually brings out what it is that they're trying to look for, at least an answer of what they're looking for to then know what to do with it later. Okay. Or work on what they need to do with it later. So that makes sense. So do other people just come and say, hey, I know I was messed up in my past life and I need to explore this or does that not happen? They kind of more come to me saying, so I don't know why I keep doing this. I don't know why I keep having this kind of energy. I don't know why I keep failing at relationships. I don't know why... I can't find my happiness or I can't find the thing that I want to do with my life or career wise. And then that's usually where they want to go back and try to get answers. So they've noticed a pattern Mm -hmm. and they probably, before they got to you, I'm just guessing, I bet they tried a whole bunch of other things, right? Before they got to you. Because a lot of people are afraid to do this. Sure. Because honestly, it is facing things that, you know, my biggest thing that I tell people is anything that happens to us trauma wise, we put in a little box on a shelf and we kind of bury it, right. hoping that it goes away. It kind of doesn't go away because we're not healing from it. We're not acknowledging it and we're not moving. You're saying in regular it. life, that's what people do, right? Yes. Yeah. And sometimes we've put so many of those boxes in so many lifetimes that it just carries over from one after the other. Oh, I think that's a good description. So yeah. you're the celestial closet organizer. <laughs> it's that, totally. What they call the Akashic Records. <laughs> organizer. 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 Is, that, is that your tagline? I haven't looked at the website, but you perhaps. Need, like, yeah, I just, I'm now seeing all those little like color-coded Box, That's boxes. what I tell yeah, people. Totally. I'm like, it's a brilliant, you buried it. Brilliant yeah. analogy. So, that. you know, when, when you put people back... I think my question, and I, I know we were talking a little before we start recording the show, is if if you go and read stories, there's like 900 people who were Cleopatra or, you know, 4,000 people that were Napoleon, right? Mm-hmm. What's that all about? What is your thought? I have thoughts, <laughs> not being a past life professionalist. <laughs> I have thoughts. I have hunches too. <laughs> I, you know, um, but I'd rather hear yours because I think you would have more validity yeah. than my thoughts. So... There are some that are very, I don't want a nice word of saying you don't weird, have to be that nice. off the hook okay. of we're not, we're not sessions that, nice. that I have done. But you doing this session, you kind of know by the energy that, that one, that person has, and two, what they're saying, you will know if it's real or if it's like, yeah, that person just smoke something before they showed yeah. up at my door or a wish or a daydream yeah yeah something like yeah. that so it, it you you kind of and then it's weird because 
as I'm sitting there, because obviously they don't see me because they're under this hypnotic Are they making state. this stuff up while they're in a hypnotic state? Or are they they're like... talking to me through the whole thing. No, I'm saying like the Napoleons. Like, are they under, but they're like giving you that story for the most yeah. part? That's I interesting. Think it could be like the dream state. Right. So they're tapping into something maybe. They are. Yeah. yeah. What? I, I don't. So they don't no. see you. I interrupt you completely, it's but okay. they don't see you. So they don't see me. So when someone says something that's like a little like, okay, I don't even know what that was. Mm. I'll actually Google it while okay. they're oh, under. That makes sense. Sure. Why not? Because, cool. you know, you have to know how to also do it because there's going to be always pauses in mm. the, the experience, in the script. Right. And while you're asking them questions, because, you know, it, it takes time for universe or for them to make it up whoever's doing mm -hmm. it so i i googled things and i'm like wow they really just said that i don't even know who that was mm -hmm. and they come up with something or or they're or they're yeah weird now, you said you had the devil reincarnate one time i've had okay i've dated <laughs> the devil right? so you yeah, probably you? Okay. yeah actually a few times <laughs> so Hmm, that's interesting. So we've got many devils yes. walking the so earth. You right actually now. had a client who went through the hypnosis and then reported that they were Satan. They were of Satanic yes. or devilish, or yes. they thought they were the devil. Yes, that he so was in them. Yeah. So, what do you think about that? We kind of ended the session. Yeah, I, I would I probably be like, okay, okay. here's your money. But, well, because all of a sudden, <laughs> it, it kind of just like scared me a little bit because all of a sudden he just sat, he sat up. Yeah. Spun his head around, peace. No, 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 I don't want to say that. All of a sudden it was just like I was doing my thing and next thing you know he sat up and he looked at me and I'm like, okay, we're, we're going to count from five to one and you're going to come back. We're done. So, so my, my takeaway from there is actually you, you may have tapped into someone that might actually be possessed. Yeah, that could um, be. Based on how you actually described it and based on you know some of my lack of psychic mediumship, that might have actually been something there. Maybe. That's, so that's not good to deny. That's a that sounds yeah. like But it made me a little nervous, so we ended. Yeah. yeah. You know, because <laughs> I think you can also tell the difference between someone's just like, yeah, it was the devil. You're like, all right, whatever. I mean, I got called the devil a lot by my mom. But, you know. <laughs> but it's not the same thing. So maybe no. it was the nickname they were saying. It could be. So take, take us through kind of like... If someone wanted to see you or was interested in past life regression, and I'm sure everyone's got their own little approach, but uh, someone calls, makes an appointment with you, they, they show up, and what is it? Like, you, you talk to them for a little bit, they lay down on a Freudian couch, like, what, how, how's it go? So we talk a little bit just to see, like, what they're looking to get out of the session. It kind of helps me understand maybe a little bit how I do have scripts that I start from, and then it's usually... However, the session's going, I always end up going off script. So it all just depends on what their intent is when they come in. And that's the conversation we have in the beginning. After that, I always tell them to not be scared. Because if you're going to be scared and worried, you're going to block anything that's going to come through. If you believe in the universe or not, doing all of this kind of stuff, that there is another higher power than what we are. So that's kind of what is being channeled in through the whole session mm -hmm. through me and into that uh, that person that's on the table or chair however they want to be comfortable then I put them through a very deep almost like a hypnotic state where they're able to hear me and able to talk to me and hear my questions 
but then being able to see what they need to see and reply back to me so that I can also then tell them how to go forward. So they're like a dual awareness yes. between here and now and wherever. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Sounds okay. Interesting. And then it just it goes from and, and then at that point it goes from however they're taking the session. There's times where I've had a person that just didn't do anything. Mm. I so felt people like just couldn't regress. In other words, yeah, I uh, think they were just so afraid. So afraid. Mm-hmm. And I also feel like if you're not ready to see things, you won't if you're not that. ready to see your issues, then you're not going to see anything. Yeah, mm. um, I agree with that. Even in my work, same thing. Yeah. Yeah. So there's times where I've gotten nothing from anybody, and then I've gotten times where I've got a whole, whole story. I've you know sessions can run anywhere between a half hour, forty five minutes, to almost two hours, just mm. depending on where that person is going. Yeah. With now, do they hit on multiple past lives sometimes? Yeah. So they go like so. You as the regressionist, staying to the theme of the mechanics, you get someone to one past life. They give you a bunch of stuff. You write down or whatever. How do you know to take them back further? Like, what, what is your cue to say, I want to dig deeper? Because I guess you're steering the ship to a certain extent, right? A little bit. I'm asking the questions for them to do. So tell us a little about that. Like, how do you, I know you said they come in, so you have an idea of what they're looking for, what is that experience, and then I imagine that starts your structure. But now they're under the state, they're sharing certain things. What is it in you that's like, I want to bring them back a little deeper, or I want to fish a little, you know, further in this direction? It's more on what they're giving me. Okay. So if they give me a scene of what's happening and they kind of, you're getting from them that they're either they're finished. I'm, I'm a big believer in healing mm. or at least whatever they need to do in that one scene that they're giving me. So when they get whatever that they need out of that one moment that they're in, I always have them do what they need to do to heal that moment to and get then, a feeling i guess of completion yes, yes. right right so and you do healing work essentially so it's past life healing work so like while they're in that life sort of yeah they're kind of like acknowledging it forgiving it forgiving it whoever it is that's in yeah. there resolving whatever it is and that's like power all in itself by doing that. That sounds like tremendous power. There's yes. Taoist yeah. practices that are actually based on how to tune into a certain chi of the time and to undo or to change the, the signatures and patterns there based on the I Ching and, and other ways as well. So, I mean, that's found through cultures and through shamanistic yes, practices. 100%. And I think this is just a variant of it, but that's... It's so it's not just past life regression because like when you watch, <laughs> I watch on YouTube, usually when I'm trying to fall back asleep, I like watch the weirdest of stuff. And one of the great things to watch is the three-hour-long regressions because they'll put you to sleep oh, because nothing happens for a while, yes. right? But people post these huge things on there. But I never really see them doing any healing work, you know, where it's like, oh, you know, I witnessed this terrible event or whatever or something happened. Like, I, I know I personally have visions of certain past lives of mine and no instances there, you know, and I've tried to do certain work, you know, post-fact, obviously, because I'm alive now, but I never seen that necessarily tied where it's like, okay, we're here, you're suffering this event. Let's alter that pattern in your consciousness or in your, I guess, in your soul. I well, that's what really, it is. Yeah. It's really, it is it's your, soul. your soul. It's a soul pattern. Yeah. Yeah. And it sounds like you end up having people with real change, which goes back to this idea that really all time is happening now. 
So if you can go into that past life and heal it there, it's going to impact now yeah. and, of course, any future lives. Yes. If all time is magical people, we tend to say all time is now, right? Mm -hmm. So you're healing across the dimensions yes. in a sense. You know, this this reminds me of the Jane Roberts works, Seth Speaks. Did you ever? Yes. Mind-blowing stuff for anyone that's listening, which I remember being like 19 and 20, commuting into Manhattan to work. And I would read those books. Someone told me to read them and they were just mind blowing. They really, it's like channeled work, which is like not my cup of tea typically, but uh, this is weird stuff. And she's got multiple books on the nature of reality and stuff. And it, it's to me, I think extremely valid. So work. interesting because I read that as a kid too. So weird. Yeah, we we're on the same timeline. It's, things, yeah, yeah. yeah. Lisa and I are like very oddly, oddly different, but on same. a different yeah. same path. Yeah. <laughs> so. yeah. And helped me a lot with the yeah. idea of how to create your own reality. To, to this day, I reference the work, mm -hmm. the, the second book's Nature of Personal Reality. Yeah, that was Phenomenal. the first one I read. I read Seth Speaks, then that, and then I think there's a few others. I still yeah. haven't read them, and I feel like if I have any time, you'd think during COVID you'd have time to read stuff, <laughs> yeah. but I have time to watch YouTube instead. <laughs> watch some good David Icke today, just putting <laughs> that out there. So you do the healing work, and segueing back, but I think that's kind of like relevant stuff there. So you do healing work, and then... Do you do any follow-up? Like, do you hear from people being like, oh, my God, that, that altered my path? Or you no. just let it go? You let know? it go. We, we, we offer them the ability to say, you know, if you have any questions, if something happens, we always tell them to journal. I'm a big journal, mm -hmm. what you, what's happening, because I always feel like, and this happened to me personally when I was doing past lives, is like days later, I was still getting more information. Yeah. More information. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So then it was always journaling to add to what it was that I already just saw. So I always tell people that sometimes people do come back for more, you know, it's I like, okay, I guess that. you wanted more. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so they feel that there's more, uh, they want to dig deeper. Yeah. Okay. Cause like, so ascension going back to that is like, so I allow them to give the opportunity to heal if they, if they want to heal that session. Cause I believe that that is where, that's where the change does happen. And then it's up to them if they want to do go further. Mm. Some say yes, because maybe they just didn't get fully of what they were looking for in that one mm. past life. Others, that one past life that they saw was just so much that it was like, they, they're like, no, it's time for me to I'm come back. I'm, I'm, yeah. I, I need to process that one first. Because right. some stuff is really traumatic. Like I've had some patients on the table and they're like, hysterical crying where it's you also then need to know, know how to calm them from what they're right. seeing you know i have a bizarre question do people leave like residual energy in your space after they leave i that clear stuff? everything because i don't want their cooties because because i'm feeling like not a good word yes, no, that's what trust i me, I think we got a few different <laughs> words understand. yeah uh, no we actually did a whole episode on like boundaries and and <laughs> banishing to a certain extent about you know, being aware more for a personal self, not, we didn't really get into space clearing too much. But as a practitioner, I'm sure I that's very important for you. Clear. I know I feel it's important Because I, I get the impression that these people are discharging some serious nasties. Yeah, yes. And I just feel like if that's staying around, it's probably a strange space. But yeah. I'm glad you're cleaning it up. <laughs> yes. I do a lot of grounding work so that it doesn't attach to me, along with I make sure, especially that it's in my house, mm. that their cooties kind of go with yeah. them or... Interesting. Yeah, yeah, you don't right. want to invite that into your 
your space. No, not my not husband anymore. doesn't like ghosts, so he's like, <laughs> get them out of our house. It's to the point where like ghosts, ghosts like they got to try hard to wake me up. I was like, I don't have time for this. Literally, like even the other night, I was like, what was that? Oh, I'm going to bed. I don't yeah. care. Like, Good sleep like, becomes so important yeah, at a certain point. I, I, yes. I care about my sleep. The ghosts go have fun. Yeah. yeah. Um, do you, so I know Lisa with her readings, she gets some people that are addicts. Like I need to see Lisa every three days because I need to know if my husband has changed his mind today or something Correct. else. It does happen. <laughs> or sure. whatever. Yeah. Um, do you have people that become kind of like, I need to get read like every month. I'm, I'm working through no, stuff. No, no. Because I think it's a big process. Okay. The past lives. I don't know everything like that you do, but it's like, it is a big process. And a lot of times when they, the ones that I have seen, they're looking for big stuff. They're looking. They're on that journey. They're, they're on really that journey trying looking to heal. for big stuff. Yeah. So, so do it's I more s- committed yeah. than just showing up and saying, throw the cards, tell me what's up. Yeah. Yeah. I'm so happy to meet you tonight because I know when people come for readings with me, a lot of times they will ask me, you know, do you see my past lives? What do you know about my past lives? And in readings, I tend to avoid that because I'm thinking if I just tell you your past life, Maybe you'll believe me, maybe you won't. But the way you're doing it, then they have their own experience. So then they're going to know for sure. Right. They see it. Yeah, I think that's valuable. So sometimes people do get value out of me saying, well, I see X, Y, and Z, and I see that you were connected in this other way. But I think it would be so much more meaningful, I'm I'm imagining, if someone can really go through the regression and actually experience it in their own body with their own mind and i think it would be powerful feeling. yes because yeah, then they're I getting so. to feel it instead of just hearing it from a different type of healing totally different you yes. know versus i guess the shamanistic version right. I mean, and and for you more you're removing entities and removing yes. stuff are you doing much journal like i guess so what's it soul retrieval and stuff like that are you yes. doing much of that now? so or? yeah i'm definitely you know there's kind of two sections to my work so, so some of the time i'm doing readings with people where i'm just sitting with them and maybe speaking with the deceased people they want to talk to or looking past present future and that's kind of in a way they're just sitting receptively but if someone comes in for a, a shamanism style section session then it's going to be soul retrieval past lives will definitely impact the work it will come up or perhaps curse unraveling, or anything, that type of healing that has to do with putting the soul back together and making them more whole, more free. So that's a different type of work, and that's more experiential usually for them too. Okay. Yeah. I know with with my my experiences with shamanism, and not via you, I've never had a session with you specifically. You know, past life stuff would come up, but it it would come up through the shaman who would then tell it to me. And for me, it was like, well, that's a great story, and I like that story. But I don't know if that's my story. The story was always relevant to whatever I was experiencing or working through. So I always took it as a, how can I say it, more of like a, it's a mental process. Whether it was true, a past life, or not, it, it was a valid mental process that's helping me process whatever emotional or energetic thing I'm going through. So I take it. Right. you know. But like I've been told some stories where I'm like, come on, I don't. I don't know about that. Whereas I think with you, it's a visceral thing. You know, they're experiencing and telling it to you as opposed to the shaman explaining to you. So I think it's almost a complementary pair where it's some people, I mean, I I can definitely say people need healing and sometimes they need their energy worked on. And I know you're an energy worker as well. So from the shamanistic side and things like that, 
and I'm sure you, you don't get involved with if they actually got the demons on them and stuff like that. You kind of like, it's cool. See you later. You now you know where you can way. send them, right? <laughs> we got we, it. we you need know. to change cards. Yeah. yeah. That's, we're like, oh, that sounds fun <laughs> <laughs> to a certain extent. There, it's, it's two sides of the coin. And I think that's it's interesting to, to think of where is past life regression within that entire pyramid of healing. Because, you know, if you're only going for shaman work, Maybe you're not touching on what you need to feel. Maybe you need the emotional component of it, of actually just seeing it or experiencing it, yeah. you know, or, or the knowledge component of it. it's like, oh, this is why I'm stuck in this pattern. Mm-hmm. You know, the shaman might be able to break that energetic pattern, but you might not necessarily understand it yet. So, but it's also your journey to do your own work, correct. not someone yeah. else to do it for you. And if you can't feel it or believe it or buy into it, then nothing's going to change. No. Yeah. No. Lon Milo Duquette said recently on a online seminar, it's the only where only place seminars are these days. I said all initiation is self initiation, so all journeys, all healing experiences, have to at a certain point go through you. You know, it's even if you're getting your knee replaced, you have to show up. You have to make the decision. You have to do the rehab after. The, the surgeon can chop you up, but if you don't do the work, it ain't really gonna. It's not gonna be that great. So I think that's an important position to think of. Everything you do in the end has to come from you. So I'm sure if someone shows up and it's like, oh, I want to fix my relationship traumas or, or like patterns, like you said, having bad situations, but not willing to give up the things that come with it because, you know, drama or whatever could be addicting, yeah. then they're not going to get a benefit from no. it. So that's and important. And honestly, they don't even actually go back into their past life. Or they skip it and they go like right they to t- something else. I was a farmer. Some, sometimes like they just don't, they're not receptive they can't to actually going maybe. through it yeah. because right. they're not ready. Like I always say, it's like you have to acknowledge, you have to be ready and you have to be willing right. to do the healing work. When you're not wanting no. to do any of that, so that's usually the ones that when they're doing the regression, they don't go back. See, I'm curious to parlay that over into the shaman side of if you have someone with addictions, whether emotional addictions, physical addictions, or whatever, how much, I mean, I have, I have my ideas, but how much do you think you can interrupt that person's process to make them say, I'm done? You right. know, like, I don't want to drink anymore. Like, right. maybe they, they consciously know this is bad, but they ain't ready to give up the bottle. Or there's a, or there's a biological feedback loop, and yeah. they're stuck in it. Or genetic know? dispositions, yes, family, absolutely. et cetera. How much can magic or shamanism or energy work force that person to make their conscious will become their true will. And I mean, mm. my, my point of view on that is usually by the time someone makes an appointment, that means they really want to do it. They wouldn't make this appointment if there wasn't at least, probably at least 40, 50% of their soul wants it. Right. So I think as an energy worker, or any kind of energy worker, all we can do is really facilitate. Mm. We can open a door. We can make suggestions. We can show patterns. We can help them experience things. But what you are touching on, though, is something that I'm I'm feeling challenged about with my work. I really want to make certain that my clients for shamanism are able to make the new pattern stick. Mm-hmm. So I'm developing now some some protocols to try and help people check in with them two weeks later, four weeks later, and see if they've been able to make the new pattern stick. I I, I found myself may have may have been on one of the Contra and Root Work forums, and uh, you know they were talking about how to do certain things for people like my husband's got a drinking problem or whatever. Right. And how they were using that to interrupt the process while they were also trying to stop drinking, but like to really keep it away. And, and 
my only takeaway from it is it's extremely difficult whether you're doing it in a standard straight medical setting of rehab with psychological fail, right, right? Or, so. and with psychological counseling right. and cognitive behavioral therapy or from an energetic side or from or uh, any other method but having said that i did work with a mother at one point who really was able to interrupt their son's profound addiction and mm. the way that that happened was the way any magic happened she did the ritual work. She did it with intensity. She put it out there that on behalf of her child, she wanted circumstances to intervene. And it was a pretty ugly event because, guess what? The child was involved in a terrible automobile accident. He wasn't, you know, he was a driving age child and had to go to the hospital and boom, 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 it, it proceeded from there. Right. But we did credit the work. So we know that's kind of how spellcraft works. Right? Mm -hmm. It looks like a coincidence, but perhaps that coincidence right. would never have happened. But she also, it wasn't just straight energy work it was no, no, also it was using yes yeah. it was spiritual work it yes. was using other things on the other side to intercede so right. inter intercession like words intercession. like that exactly interesting yeah i think that's an in interesting approach and i don't know if we'll ever actually see like addiction centers that are fully complementary in <laughs> that regards i mean i'm sure we can go to like some weird island if we have a few mil we Let's can just that. create a, that would be awesome Let's you do know it. we'll get True psychiatrists and psychologists and addiction have therapists. Results than standard. And right? you want to live on an island because New York, we're, like we're checking out of here. We're, we're done. Out. <laughs> um, you know, it's cold. Nothing's it's open. Sinking. It's sinking. Is it yeah. sinking? It feels like it. Feels Everything's like it. sinking. It, it does feel like <laughs> it it's feels sinking. Like it's sinking. Yeah, we've we've been good not to touch politics, so we'll we'll stay we'll there. On. But it does feel like it's sinking. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I think that's uh, across the board, regardless of your spectrum. <laughs> cool. So let's talk about. First, how people can find you. You said your website is? Emerge Into Peace. Emerge Into Peace. When she told me that before, I heard Emergency Peace, and that went down a rabbit hole of kind of awesomeness, actually. I was like, Emergency Peace? Yeah, I was like, that's, that's incredible. We need that. I need that. So I'm going to see if that domain's available, because that might be a product line. We're going to have that in the show notes as well. And you're based out of where? Lake Grove. Uh, Lake Grove on Long Island. Do you do online? So like Zoom type regressions and things like that? You know, in this day and age, you have to adapt. You know, I was pretty anti any sort of Zoom stuff. I've done, I've done a lot of like uh, astral journeying work uh, for years with a uh, uh, person I trained with successfully, but I never liked it. Like I, I didn't, I didn't dislike our sessions. They were great, but I was just like, oh, it'd be so much better if it was there. But like now I'm, I feel like I've just gotten better at my ability to do things remotely. I think it's just was like a dormant aspect that I didn't have to work because working with someone in front of you, their aura is there, their energy is there. It's just, it's a different way of interacting, you know, and you get to see the whole body. Whereas you get to see like this little window or face, right, little you know, with weird things in the background. But, you know, I know I've learned to reach across the cyber webs and be able to like interact fairly as well. And then I realized it's like, for me, it's just like doing remote influence work or remote magical workings where it's like, oh yeah, I know how to do that. I've been doing that, but I never thought about doing it with Zoom. It's the same thing. So it's interesting. So you, you can do that online as well and yes. they can contact you on the website. Do you have any like awesome stories, any funny stories or interesting things that came from regression other than the devil showing up? I guess the problem is, is that half the time I don't remember. Okay. Because, you know, because I am a conduit and channeling things with them, 
it kind of once it's in and once the session happens, I almost move on. Mm-hmm. Be super healthy. Yeah, it is because sometimes I just don't want to. Yeah, know so. people's stuff. But, you know, the sessions that I do remember having, they were they were powerful. They were definitely powerful for them. And it was it was a nice healing aspect for me for them to get whatever they needed to get out of it. Mm-hmm. And that's, yeah. that's what I love about doing them. Crowley says to not have lust of result. Correct. And I think that's important. So you do it and then you walk away. Right. Whatever. I, I, I was uh, touching base with a friend of mine that I haven't spoken to maybe in about two months maybe three months actually and i did some tower readings for her and she happens to be a tower reader which is like it was actually like a zoom thing but i think it was facetime and i was like oh how did you know that you know was it accurate because i remember like having a really cool thing happen and i was using lenormand for a different application and i never tried that and i was super excited and she's like it was spot on it was so accurate super helpful i was like great because i don't remember what we were even talking about. <laughs> I just remember having a really awesome time and I don't remember the content of it. Yeah. That's so I think it's similar. And I think that's anyone that does this type of work. Yeah. It's, it's not mine. Right. So it's I don't, not, I don't have space theirs. for it. Right. Yeah. So I'm not even interested. It's right. like, and we record the sessions because again, if they ever to come back to me and saying what happened, I'll be like, I, I don't know. So right. you so just you have like have, a recorder on. They either recorded or my yeah. uh, business partner that I have doing this, she writes everything down and we give it to them. So whoever, however they want it so is they how they're getting, record. they okay. have a record of what was being said and mm-hmm. done. And your partner does regressions as well? Yes. Okay. She does it with cool. me. Cool. So the, sometimes you can have two regressions. Yes. Yeah. Do you guys ever like work together in regressing the person? Is, 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 can you have a two on one? Does that work? It's not massage. No. I don't know. Well, I, I don't know. What, what kind you, of massage uh, is that? Yeah, no, I mean, all right, we'll be editing that out. Um, you know, forehand massage. I don't know. It's been COVID. I'm bored. Leave me alone. Okay. Uh, you know what? We we keep it where one person is speaking because when they're in that state, it gets confusing when they're hearing yeah. too many voices. Mm. I can see that. So it's one voice and it's usually me that's actually doing the, the regression and then she's like writing everything down and then she will kind of in tune into maybe another direction to maybe put that person in if we're like stuck or if that mm-hmm. person's stuck. So she's kind of doing her own intuition on how to maybe proceed with it. So then she'll tell me. That's right. interesting. Yeah, that's one of my questions, yeah. I guess, is like, are you working, do you feel, with spirit guides? Do you have, Like, where's your guidance coming from? Are you aware of where it's coming from? Or does it just kind of happen automatically? Well, I like I put my own intent out there, and I do my own little, I guess, you want to call it prayer or right. calling upon whatever you want to call on. So I do that before I start the session. To affirm that it's going to go well and be what the person yes, needs and, and all that Yes, and for you to come stuff. in and yes. help me, Terrific. help me guide that person, help whatever they need to see. Yeah. So when a session might be going where, you know, this person is like either, like I said, stuck or, you know, or she just can't figure out what's going on. Sometimes, like, I'm using my intuition. My business of, partner is yeah. using her intuition. And then we kind of secretly, like, write little notes what what's being seen or felt on your end Mm -hmm. as you kind of guide the the client along that's cool to ask other questions yeah that is cool i mean that i i've done stuff like that in in magical workings where working with a person that acts as a seer or a second magical practitioner but like wants the lead doing it but sometimes you know you get there and you're like 
all right, this isn't going as planned. I don't really stuck. And then the other person might be picking up a message or, yeah. or hearing this and then like it's a way of navigating because sometimes, I don't know, you get blocked or you just get lost well, in your head. sometimes when you're reading something or when you're doing your own little intuition thing of what's going on, you're only focusing on that. So meanwhile, the other person that's with me, she's kind of getting her own. Mm. So then she's getting her own perspective on what's happening on the table because she's watching she so well, she can then yeah and we all have different energies so we're all tapping into different energies too so she could be getting something else that i'm not getting mm. yeah so that's where it actually is a very perfect fit with me and her it's like extra witnesses do, yeah you know it's extra witnesses to what's, what's and this happening. is the same friend that dragged you into the training no. 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 Okay, so you met no. this. Ditched that friend. George. You ditched that friend. It's like, how oh, dare you did. make me do this? <laughs> definitely, <laughs> we definitely went our separate ways. Part of the healing and, process uh, of the past yeah. life regression, <laughs> you know, obviously. People come yeah. in and then they <laughs> come out. Yeah. And that's yeah. all part of actually past lives. We all yes. have been together in another she, You know, that's somewhere. a question. Do you, do you find that people incarnate in packs? I believe that before your soul comes down here, you pick. You choose who you want to be, the body you want to be in, the profession you want to be in. I chose this body. You chose Apparently it. I chose this body. Uh, I chose <laughs> this one. I've got some serious judgment issues. So. We chose our parents. We chose yes. our friends. We chose. I, I asked people, I said, you ever go down, like, you ever drive down a road that you know in this lifetime you've never been on, but you go, I've been here before. It's not deja vu. It is, this is, you've been here before. I mean, I've been in countries like that. Long Island is about so, five roads here. And I'm on all of them. You know? Or you ever meet someone and you know that you've never met them before, but it's kind of like, I know mm. you. Yeah. It's your soul that's telling you that so we connect. if they're reincarnating packs, it's like a choice of like, hey, let's, we're going to keep vibing in a different way. Like maybe because we're supposed to all come back, back with as, lessons. We come back learning lessons. So the the people that we choose to come back with or to have in our lives is the less they're giving us the lessons that we need to learn. What about aliens? <laughs> what Has about anyone aliens? been on other lives, <laughs> other other like planets, other have have you come across that? I don't know. Listen, I, I watch a lot of YouTube. Okay? <laughs> and you know what? I've had some really weird encounters through some astral stuff. <laughs> That I can only describe as alien. I'm not saying they're aliens. I'm just saying they might be. I don't know. I'm not a big UFO guy, but you don't believe in aliens. I, I don't on, not believe in. I believe I believe in fairies. I believe in everything. So who knows? You know, I'm just saying. You know, All right, not so ancient put aliens. My complete weirdness <laughs> out here. I've done two things. I've done a past life, and I've actually saw that I was like in an angel realm. Okay, like that was almost like my very first past life Got you. Mm. of how I was carnated. And then another one that we were doing, someone actually turned around and told me that I was an alien. Okay. So I'm like, okay. So, okay. I mean, that's just okay. the idea that as souls, we could reincarnate in different planets, yes. different dimensions as different, you know, perhaps we're moving Our across. Universe is how old. Right. Who knows? Know. If, yeah, it, who knows? if it even exactly. has time. Nobody have you ever gotten knows. into the Monroe Institute stuff or Robert Monroe's books, Journey Out of the Body and stuff? No, not I'll, yet. I'll send you that stuff. Um, Monroe Institute's an interesting place where they do OBEs, right? Okay. Out-of-body experiences. You can get into past lives because they explore the realms of in-between. That's cool. 
and you can do you can do the the journeying at home like by discs i don't know, i don't know if they use discs anymore it's probably online but they also have a a place in virginia where you go and they create these i think they're almost like faraday caged things so you have no interference you put in these headphones they use binaural beats okay. which they call hemisync and they do these guided journeys to I forgot what they call them, channels or something different different phases of i guess energetics but robert monroe and this was in the 70s wrote a few books of him journeying out and how he hit these different in-between realms. Is it like Edgar Casey? Because Edgar Casey is the one that kind of created the it's the whole. It's more. Pro- it's Casey progressed without Atlantis. You okay. know, you know Casey. Casey was a product of his time. So like you know you have to weed through the I, Atlantis yes. and all this stuff that was going on. It at was that very. Time. It was popular at that time. Although yeah. I really do find his work to be valuable. Totally. Totally. Because yeah. that's how I, that's what I learned past lives. That's but where we got into. he was the sleeping prophet. He would yeah. fall asleep yes. and wake with this that's stuff. That's my yes. excuse. He like, went through yeah. different <laughs> dimensions <laughs> and different realms. Yeah, where Monroe is all about consciousness. Okay. And then, what's his name? There's another guy, his theory is called My Big Toe, the theory of everything. So he's evolved in, he's a PhD. He's, can't remember, but if you Google My Big Toe, tons and tons of YouTube material where he's progressed Monroe stuff on consciousness as a virtual reality and really interesting stuff. And he's doing a few scientific experiments to test these things because he is a scientist. So And see, this is where you and I are super different because I'm like, why would you want to test these things? What what are we gonna make spreadsheets now? We're gonna report our our I told her one day I came in here. Well I came in here one day and I was like, well, you know, I have a a Google Sheets document with all my sigils. And (laughs) when I launched them and when they came true and what what went wrong if it didn't work. Only you, Jordan. And she's like (laughs) you're using a Google Yeah. Why not? Do the spell and assume it's working. (laughs) Yeah, you know, sometimes I can't. Okay. You know, I I got a little anxiety sometimes. Uh, Okay. Go on a journey, man. (laughs) Yeah, you know, it depends on what you're doing, I guess. You know, sometimes I'm up to no good. Nonetheless. Nonetheless, whatever. Okay. Well, that's interesting. Okay, so we we talked about basically everything. Great. Well, thanks for listening to us. And uh, Christina's information is right in the show notes. So you can find her online and you can contact her. Until next time. Down to the bones. 